Welcome to the Fearless Warrior Podcast. This is a place where truth is shared, taboos are disrupted, secrets are revealed, and power is gained. I'm your host, Danny Temras, and it is my personal mission to empower women in becoming the best version of themselves. Each week, I'm bringing you inspiring guests to help you build your confidence and mental toughness so that you can live the life of your dreams. episode of the Fearless Warrior podcast. My guest for today's show is Lydia Lokic. After leaving the corporate world, Lydia has decided to embark on an entrepreneurial journey to empower female entrepreneurs to gain focus and make decisions with confidence by reframing their mindset and actions to unleash their full potential. Lydia lives in Vancouver, Canada, and in this episode, we talk about facing adversity and finding courage in the midst of chaos and turmoil. We dive deep into the power of mind, healthy habits, and taking full responsibility for one's life and circumstances, no matter what these are. This is a very refreshing, positive, upbeat conversation, and I hope you'll enjoy it as much as I did. Please share it with someone who needs to hear it, and as always, do leave us your review and your rating on Apple Podcasts so that we can better spread the message of empowerment. To other listeners like you. And now, let's dive into the interview. Super excited to have you, Lydia. Thank you so much for taking the time to speak with us. Yes, for sure, Daniela. First of all, I'm very honored to be on your podcast because, as you know, I love supporting other like minded individuals. So it's my pleasure to be here and share this time with you and your listeners. Yes. Why don't we start with you telling us a little bit more about yourself? I'll tell you a little bit about me. So as you mentioned earlier, my name is Lydia Lokit, and I'm known as the Limitless Mindset Coach because I empower female entrepreneurs to access their full potential. So as you see, in my early childhood, I grew up in a domestically abusive home. I lived in constant fear, carrying this with me in life. Then, as I began my professional career working for a very well-known Canadian corporation, I created many amazing opportunities, and one of them was being a leader and a coach to many amazing individuals who also taught me many lessons along the way while I supported them. Then one day, uh, a major shift happened when I was told that due to company restructure, I no longer had a job. And let me tell you, Daniela, this moment in time hit me like a ton of bricks. And on top of it all, I was also going through another life event that nobody even knew about. I was going through a divorce. So as you can imagine, (laughs) this was a huge shock for me. So my 12-year successful career just came to an end, and so did my marriage. And it was that week that I shifted my perspective from my typical Lydia behavior, where I'd quickly problem solve and find a solution. And instead, I made a decision to pause, sit back and give myself time to process and figure out my next step. And this moment was really a crucial turning point for me. And it was a testament to my character and my mental strength. And what happened next was life changing in the most positive way. So through my own self-discovery journey and shifting my mindset, I met and worked with top mentors. Uh, I applied what I've learned and truly recognized the power of the mind in action, which I think is key because people always say positive thoughts in this. It's 
the power of the mind, but actions are key as well. And it was at this point that I regained my power that I lost growing up. Today, I utilize my online programs to empower my clients to gain focus and make decisions with confidence by reframing their mindset and actions to maximize their desired results. And what I love most about what I do is being the catalyst for other women to transform their life and become limitless. And a little bit about me outside of work when I'm not working. I love traveling to exotic destinations, exploring exclusive restaurants, and relaxing at my home with my dog, Romeo. So that's a little bit about me. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Wow. You kind of summarized it all in one question. So that year, I'm not sure when exactly the layoff and um, kind of the divorce happened. That must have been so hard. Thank you for opening up and sharing yeah, that with us. Definitely. <laughs> Yeah, I can imagine that, uh, you know, many people probably find themselves in a challenging situation like that throughout life. And sometimes it can be just so crushing. So how did you cope with that situation in life? Well, like I said, so my typical behavior is always to react, to figure things out, problem solve, find solutions. And it was in a long time, not for the first time in my life, but in a long time that I actually paused and just reflected and sat down with myself and had that conversation. because. Like I said, it was two major life-changing events. It wasn't just one. And I find when things like this happen in life, it's always trying to teach you something if you want to learn, right? So I really needed to process everything. And when you pause and turn that mirror around and look at yourself and really reflect back on the steps and where you're at, it is teaching you something. And it brought me to the point where I am, right? And I've always loved human behavior and psychology and things like that and leadership and coaching. That was a big part of my life. But I was like, oh, my God, my career just ended. All I knew was that corporation like that was my whole world. But then you really discover who you are because your job doesn't make you. And that's what a lot of us, I find sometimes we label our careers who we are, but that's not who you are. So when you're shook like this by situation, for example, if you were in my shoes, Going through this, when you pause and reflect back, you really discover who you are. And I would say that's where the true power is. Absolutely. There, there is so much that we can benefit from when we can look at ourselves in an honest view and accept who we are and all the good and bad and, and finally be not just okay with it, but embrace it fully. Uh, there's a huge power in that. Exactly. I'm curious. So when you sat down and you reflected, what were some of the conclusions that you came to? And what were some of the first actions that you took? The first one is I just took a break. So I didn't go find a new job. I didn't do anything. I just sat with myself, took time for me. I took dance classes, acting classes, everything I used to do when I was a teenager that I loved doing. So really just letting my creative juices flow. I read a lot. I listened to different mentors and YouTube videos, different things that I did. I just literally took that time to reflect and find myself. And um, I've mentored, which will go further into the conversation. I don't want to go into everything now. But um, like with Tim Grover, as you know, Elena Cardona and a few others, which really helped me because sometimes you need someone else to tap into who you are or just like as a friendly reminder, because sometimes we get so caught up with our life and everything. There's so many distractions. And it's easy to get caught up in the whirlwind, right? So when you have amazing mentors like that, it really helps you uncover those blind spots and 
really truly know who you are, no matter where you are, what you're doing, what your job is, because your job doesn't make you. If you stay true to who you are as a person and your core values, nothing can really shake you. It shakes you for a minute, but you adjust and adapt and you move forward. And that's what I did. So it was by creating my life, healthy habits, self-discipline that brought me to, you know, discovering this entrepreneurial world. And here we are. Incredible. I'm, I'm so happy you were able to do that for yourself. And now that you're doing that for others, that's so exciting. And as I was listening to you, it's like, yeah, man, who wants to work with Lydia? You know, it's like, you've got a unique opportunity out there. <laughs> we'll be sure to, you know, share all the information through the podcast and, and then the show notes. But I think what you're doing is so important. And so often we try to rationalize our decisions or the things that we should and shouldn't do. And then at the end, we just um, disappoint ourselves or we, we set up ourselves for failure. If we feed ourselves lies that maybe somebody else told us or society told us, and mm -hmm. we need to live our own truth. Exactly. Exactly. And stop overthinking. Just, just do it. And then either learn from it, you know, if it didn't go the way you wanted, or it might go perfectly just how you expected. And that's awesome. But there's always a win. You can never lose. If you learn, you're just going to get better, right? So that's what I'd say. Just keep pushing forward. Absolutely. Yeah. So you described how you focused on feeding and your creativity, your passions, building your healthy habits, discipline. While you were doing that, I can imagine this definitely was very healthy and helped you a lot. Mm -hmm. But still, what has helped you heal from those challenging times and through those experiences? Or maybe even what beliefs about yourself or the world did you need to change and shift to become the woman you are today? It was really reframing my mindset. And that's what I focus on a lot in my coaching as well. So because in my head, I had a lot of fear. The one I mentioned in the childhood and I wasn't aware that was my root cause. So there was always this piece of the puzzle missing. I had a very great life, very successful career. So you'd think, oh, this girl's on fire. You know, everything's going great. However, only I knew this. Anyone you know that worked with me, any of my friends, they would never say Lydia was insecure or didn't wasn't sure with herself or her decisions. Only I knew that, Daniela, right? And that's the challenge a lot of us have this invisible mask on where we put up a front either for our family, friends, for our career, right? But then when you sit down with yourself, and that was that pause that I took, is really where you have that conversation, just you and your thoughts and everything that you do. So what I discovered was that this fear that I had, I put it on myself, nobody else did. Like it came from my childhood, but I chose to let the fear overpower me. And once I started getting uncomfortable and stepping out of my comfort zones, which Tim Grover speaks about a lot, that really challenged all my limiting beliefs. So the fear, the overthinking, the what are th people going to think if I do this, if I do that? And we all have these thoughts. It's normal. We're human. We're not a robot. However, once you're able to master your mind, control those thoughts, that's where the true power is. And that's what I managed to do. So through investing in myself, intensively reading on the power of mind coaching, getting top mentors, working with the best of the best, it empowered me to be who I am today. So that being said, I created healthy habits for myself. I have strong, strict discipline, which I didn't have before. I would just do whatever, watch Netflix forever, <laughs> not get enough sleep, things like that. Those are not good habits for you because sleep and rest is very important. Having discipline and respect and boundaries for yourself is very important. So those are the key factors that really played into my life 
and that brought me to where I am today. So hopefully that answered a little bit of your question. Yes. And I want to dive a little bit deeper. So you spoke about fear. What type of fear was that or fear of what? A bunch of things. So it was fear of failing. It was fear of what people are going to think about me. It was, for example, so I lost my job. Then it was the divorce. The divorce was the toughest one because I knew that I settled in life, but I chose to stay in a relationship that was toxic for me and didn't serve me well because I just settled. I didn't love myself enough. And you know, Daniela, that was really hard to admit to myself. So when I really started shedding those layers and getting uncomfortable and recognizing the power of when you can control your thoughts and having those healthy habits and boundaries, I recognized that I allowed this behavior to continue, right? And once you stop and really become who you are and follow what you really want to do, and you know your intention, you're really limitless. That's why my business is called Limitless with Lydia, because there are no limits. It's whatever we create in our head, that's the only block. It's not because of outside factors. It's not because of your friends, family. Those are all excuses. And, you know, some people might be, well, well, that's a little bit harsh, but that's the truth. I'm very transparent. I say how it is. I keep it 100. Anyone who knows me knows that. So I was able to overcome all those limits by working on myself. And you have to step out of those comfort zones. And that's the only way to go in order to grow, right? So that kind of rhymes. (laughs) (laughs) One thing I, I really love about what you said is that you took responsibility for what was happening in your life. And I bet that it was very complex, right? And we don't need to go into the details, but still you took the responsibility and you said, hey, I've got the power to change it and I'm going to change the circumstances in my life or change how I feel and change, you know, how happy I am or not. So, and and you did that and you uh, took those actions that help you get to a much better state where you are today. So I'm really happy that you um, did that for yourself. Yes. So now I'm curious more about your work with uh, women today. So you specifically focus on empowering female entrepreneurs and their business. So can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yes. So my mission is empowering female entrepreneurs to gain focus and shift their actions and mindset to unleash their full potential. So what I do is, like I said, knowing who you are, I empowered myself and really discovered the power of that, right? And I believe that if you truly want to step it up in life, level up, elevate your game, you do need a mentor because we don't have all the answers. So what I do today is I have online coaching one-on-one, and I also am working on a group coaching that's going to be coming next year. And what I do is I really teach about power of the mind. So in particular about the growth mindset. And what that means is that you can always shift and adapt and you're willing to learn new skills. And um, I really focus on creating healthy habits and discipline. And we obviously deep dive into that and customize it to each person on what their intention is with the coaching. But that's basically where most of it comes. And then through that, we really elevate that person, that client, right, to unleash their full potential. So I basically help them uncover what I call blind spots, right? And I've had a few amazing clients and it's, Daniela, it's it's priceless seeing their face, you know, because we do it via Zoom. Mm-hmm. And when you see that, and you know that same feeling, you've overcome some challenging times. So, you know, when you see that empowerment in them, when you see that energy, when you see that shift, that makes my day, that makes my life. It's world changing. Like it's priceless. I love it. And that's why I do what I do. And 
you know what? This is bigger than me. It's not about me. This is my mission. It's my vision. It's it's like to impact the world in a positive way. It's no longer about Lydia or what someone's going to think. It's a whole movement. And that's why it has so much power. And any time where I'm like tired or I feel, oh my God, I can't do this. I, I can't do my social media or whatever. We all have those moments, right? Let's be honest. I'm like, no, I'm going to go do it because we all need that empowerment. We can all do it. And I want everyone to bring their unique gifts forward in life because we're all very unique. And I want everyone to recognize that and in particular female entrepreneurs. So, yeah. Fantastic. This is so amazing. I'm smiling. The big smile. <laughs> How is mental coaching or what you're doing related to helping entrepreneurs grow their businesses or how changing your mindset, your perspective, can, how can it help you grow in your business? So I'm not a life coach, so I don't do anything specific to their business. So I specifically focus on mindset coaching. So their mindset, because if you reframe your mindset and like I said, create those healthy habits and self-discipline and have those boundaries, you will succeed in personal and professional life, right? So there is a difference between a mindset coach and a life coach. So a life coach kind of does all of that, including the business piece, which I don't focus on. I focus more on the individual entrepreneur and working with their mind and whatever their limiting beliefs are, where they're stuck, uncovering blind spots, reframing that, and then them tapping into their full potential and utilizing that however it serves them. But I would say in general, like, obviously, like I said, if you shift your mindset, you have that power. And then overall, you're going to be successful in personal and professional life. Exactly. That was a point I was trying to make here. So uh, especially if you're trying to think, okay, why is my business at a plateau? Or, mm -hmm. uh, you know, Tony Robbins says uh, that anything can be basically pointed to the leader or he, what he says specifically. I was at his conference recently and said, the biggest chokehold on a business is, is the leader. Because your mindset, your approach, you know, how you do things, if you delegate or not, all of that comes down to you. And you need to figure out how to grow your business, how to be successful. And oftentimes working on you is what can help you get to the next level. Exactly. Exactly. So let's say outside of the mindset, since we know we, this is so critical, what have you noticed as a thing that is holding female entrepreneurs back the most? So I've noticed that female entrepreneurs, the ones I worked with, the biggest setback or what's holding them back is labeling themselves. So putting labels on themselves that either they created or that someone else previously created for them in their life. And then these women end up thinking that this is who they are and this is what makes them when in fact, they're way more than that. They have way more unique gifts and potential in them. But it's that label that's so deeply ingrained in them that it's hard to kind of look through the fog and, and really utilize their true gift. So that's what I found is really like a setback. How do you overcome the labeling? How do you reframe how you see yourself? What can they do for themselves to, to change the way they see themselves? Well, the first step is being aware, right? Because a lot of them are not aware. They just uh, see it as a common thing. Like they're not even aware of it. So once we deep dive and start talking and I do my coaching with them, it's the first is the self-awareness piece, right? And then once you're aware, you can really, um, when you're in that situation, whatever label you give yourself, like let's say I'm too bossy or I'm too intimidating. That was a previous label, let's say I hadn't, you know, previously. 
to my mindset and whatever, investing in myself, right? So if mm-hmm. I, for example, put that label on me, anytime I would want to speak up or say something, I'd be like, oh, no, 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 you know what? I'm going to hold back because people are going to think I'm intimidating. It's too bossy. So I'm not just going to speak my mind. But the thing is, you have something very valuable to offer, right? But since you put that label on yourself, you're not stepping out of comfort zone, you're not giving yourself opportunity, and you're assuming that people will think this of you, which is not true. So what I do is we discover what the gap is, so what the limiting belief or label is, and then we work closely with each other to build healthy habits and create that mindset of who you truly are. And then you tell yourself that instead of the label, and then you go in full confidence and do what you need to do and what you want to do in life. Thank you. I appreciate uh, the, the context because I think this is very important. And so many times we think that we have shifted from the limiting beliefs or the labels and whatnot, and yet they still have power over us. So unless we're willing to admit that, hey, this has kind of run my life, then we cannot really reframe that belief. And mm-hmm. um I mean, I'm, I'm quoting again Tony Robbins, but basically <laughs> what, what he says is that the desire to change needs to be so much bigger than the pain that you're experiencing today or potentially that you could experience in the future, right? So your desire to change is absolutely crucial uh, to make that shift and to make that happen. 100%. It's all up to you because a lot of times people go, oh, I'm going to help change this person. I'll help them. Thing is, you can't, even in my coaching, that's why I have an application form, like, you can't change someone or make someone commit who won't do it themselves, right? Everything you do, it, it starts from you. That's why, if you recall earlier, I said when I had that shocking moment and when I just sat back and paused, I turned that mirror around and looked at myself, right? Because I was the one who needed to make the shift, nobody else. It wasn't the company and the restructure and now I don't have a job and my marriage is failing because of this, this and this. It's You have to really self-reflect and then make that decision and commit and act on that. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. So now I do want to shift gears a little bit. So you started on your entrepreneurial journey, you were building your coaching practice and done many things to become even more independent in your own life. So tell us a little bit more about that. And what are some of the day-to-day challenges that an entrepreneur like you experiences? What are some thoughts or even like the internal battles that you need to fight within yourself every day and to get to the next level? many people who are listening may be exactly in the same boat. So it's great to hear from somebody who's exactly in in their shoes and hear, hear your perspective. Yeah, so definitely. So a lot of it comes down to your daily habits or even routines, because something that you do as a routine becomes a habit, right? So what I do on a daily, because you have to keep your mind sharp. If you let it drift or get distracted, all the emotions come, everything you're going through just consumes you. So what I do is on a daily, I read, I do audiobooks because my eyes are just tired from the computer. So I do that, or I listen to podcasts, I mainly read though. And then I make sure I exercise, I have my little daily things that I do. And that's also part of a gift on my website. So like I said earlier, we're all human, we'll all have an emotion, we'll all have days, you know, where you're feeling down, or you're like, Oh, my God, this is so difficult. Should I really do this? Should I not? Or you mentioned earlier, if someone's thinking about starting a business, I mean, I started my business during COVID. Because if you set your minds to something, and you know, that you have a mission, and you know, you can make a difference and a change, just do it. That's what I say. Just do it. And then you will figure the steps out along the way. 
And that's what I've done because you have to jump in because if you don't, and this is one of the biggest regrets that I do have in life, the decisions that I didn't make or the opportunities I didn't take because of fear, because of judgment, because of whatever. So what I say to new entrepreneurs who are wanting to start or who've already started and have doubts is just go for it. Keep your end goal in mind. Keep pushing through. Life is full of ups and downs, but that's what makes us. You got to persevere. You got to be consistent. Consistency is key. It's it's very important because if you're up and down and don't follow your own path, you're more likely going to jump off the path and, and then give up on all your goals. Because when when you are practicing something consistently, that's why they say practice makes perfect. So if you create healthy habits, for example, for me, feeding my mind on a daily with books, with good knowledge, with positive things, with learning new things, right? I'm getting more confident. I'm learning, like, I didn't know a bunch of things about social media, for example. I learned. I learned how to make thumbnails. I learned how to do your Instagram. I learned how to do your quotations. You learn, learn, and learn. And as you learn, you absorb, you get feedback. And you become more confident. You're going to fail for sure. That's a given. But <laughs> good. That means you're going somewhere. If everything's perfect, you're doing something wrong. <laughs> perfect. You're not pushing yourself. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you know, I used to think when it's perfect, it's perfect. And it's great. It's actually not. So what I recommend is just do it. Commit, stick to your plan and be consistent. You will never fail if you're consistent. Because as long as you adapt and adjust, in your ways, right? Like, so if something failed, you look at, hmm, let me have a look at this. How could I have done this differently? Talk to other people. That's why coaching, mentors, other collaboration doesn't have to be mentors. Someone you meet that's doing something, reach out to them. You know, have that conversation. I've learned from a lot of other individuals. I'm not a know-it-all myself, right? So um, do that. Collaborate with others. Learn. Help them out. You know, someone helped you. Help them out in the way that you can or when you can, right? So reciprocate that um, collaboration as well. So that's what I would recommend. Just keep doing it and don't give up and be consistent. Thank you. I especially love the last point. Help others out. Reciprocate. Mm-hmm. The help the value that you that others may be provided to you. You may not be able to reciprocate that specific moment, but always nurture those relationships and uh, you give back just for the sake. Because at the end, we're all kind of part of one big community, right? We may not even know each other, but we're all human beings and we were put on this earth together, right? Uh, nobody can survive alone. And the same is true for business. For sure. Lydia, what is a question I haven't asked you yet or information is important for you to share with, with the audience today? I do want to share one piece. I think we talked about, you asked me off, you know, podcast, uh, what are some most defining moments, which I mentioned, but I do want to give honor and mention my mother. She's been by my side this entire time. So if you look at my life and you ask me the part of who I am today and how I shifted during challenging times and things like that, my mother is my idol and someone I highly look up to in my life because watching her be a lioness you know, all these years shaped me into who I am today. Like she overcame a physically and verbally abusive relationship. She went through war. She overcame cancer and she came to Canada with me with zero word of English. And she did it all, found a way to rebuild her life and still raise me to who I am today. So she's my true definition, you know, of a queen and a warrior. She's has courage, strength, perseverance, everything. So she's someone 
who was a strong figure who also made me into who I am in addition to all the learnings and wisdom I got from all my other mentors as well. So I did want to mention that to viewers because it's important to have someone by your side. But on the other side, a lot of people don't. And that's why I said there are a lot of people in the world. And if you can't afford a mentor or a coach at the moment, if you still look up online, someone that's doing something that you want to learn or do, reach out to people. You'd be surprised how many people are willing to step in and help. You know, people are willing to collaborate. And that's the beauty of it all. And like you said, unity is key because you can't do it all on your own. It's it's do it with other people. United, we stand, divided, we fall. Thank you for sharing that story about your mom and uh, how much she's inspired you and helped you. So um, if you're okay with that, I'd like to dive a little bit deeper on that. So um, where were you born or were you already born in Canada? I was born in a small country in the Balkans, in Bosnia and Herzegovina. And then we immigrated to Canada and I grew up here in Vancouver, British Columbia. And this is where I reside still. Nice. Okay. So, I mean, I've been to the Balkan so many times. I'm familiar with the region for sure. And it's a a beautiful country. Actually, I was in Medjugorje once. So that's how far you've got to to Bosnia. Tell me a little bit more about your family. And like, it seems that, you know, they, they really needed to endure some tough times during a war and they were very brave to decide to move and go to a different country. Like, what was it like uh, for them or even for you um, in the early age to start life in a new country? I was really young when the war happened. So I don't remember a lot of it. So it wasn't a whole family. It was just me and my mom. So I don't remember those pieces. I, yeah, my mom (laughs) would be able to tell you about that. But, you know, it's definitely been a change because now you know, you're learning English, you're the new kid and everything. But I was always, I I love making friends and friendly and learning. That was always part of me. So I adjusted and adapted. Maybe that was even now, I never really thought about it. But maybe that was even a part of why I adapt easily, easier in life, I guess, you can say, because maybe that in the early childhood, like, And then in my teenagers, like when I adopted coming here to Canada, right? I just adopted, made friends, did my thing. People always like me. I'm apparently funny and (laughs) good friends. (laughs) So it was good. I love Canada. I love where I'm at. And I'm, I'm so grateful for this. You know, we never thought war would happen or anything like that. But like I said, in, in life, things happen and you just have to adapt because you really make your reality. And a lot of times it's much easier to blame someone else, uh, you know, to blame war, to blame whatever reason in your life, right? Whatever event it is. But if you really look at what you do and what you choose to do, it's what you choose to do. It's not what you do because you can do whatever you want. But it's the decision that you make. They really do make you or break you. So if you're just there sitting, feeling sorry for yourself, blaming the whole world, I mean, do it for a minute, but don't get consumed by it. <laughs> I mean, if you're having a moment, have a moment, vent it out. But move on. Think about what can I do right now that's within my control. Oh, you know what, Danielle? I just remembered something. One of my managers early in my career told me, Lydia, focus on what you have control over versus what you don't have control over. And that really stuck in my mind. So to all the listeners, I really want to make that a point, something to remember. Because a lot of times, for example, COVID. COVID is something none of us expected. It hit us like out of nowhere, but it's something we don't have control over because we don't know if it's going to spread, if it's going to stop, when is it going to stop. But what we do have control over is choosing what we do during this pandemic. 
or whatever you want to call it, right? And if you look at the steps, for example, you and I both took, we we attended mental toughness training with Tim Grover, different things worked on ourselves. Look, you started your podcast. I started my business during COVID, right? So it's all about what you really choose to do and really focus on things you have control over. If you think about it, it's really you and then everything you do, right? So I did want to share that as well. That's super important. Yes, absolutely. I like the quote, you make your own reality. Yeah. So, um, and also it's, what do you choose to do, right? It's not like I was made to do something. No, <laughs> nobody makes you do anything. You determine what you do and what you don't do. So mm-hmm. as I'm thinking about all of this discussed, there are so many great things that you shared about mindset and how you need to kind of step up and own whatever is happening in your life, you know, take over the responsibility and be finally kind of the, the master of your life versus, you know, a person in a different position, right? So mm-hmm. I think all of that is super important. Now, I do have a question for you that I ask for all of my guests, <laughs> which is what is the definition of a warrior for you? Great question. So definition of a warrior for me is someone who never gives up, someone who perseveres through whatever comes their way, and they always know who they are and what their mission is. And they keep moving forward no matter what. So they adjust, adapt, persevere, and keep pushing through. That's a warrior to me. Beautiful. Time never lasts, but tough people do. So be that warrior. Be the tough person. Mentally tough. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> 100%. Lydia, what would be any kind of final parting thoughts you'd like to share with the listeners? So there is a final thought since we talked a lot about habits and that's a big part of what I do. There is, I would call it a life-changing book that I'm honored to be part of that I highly recommend to all the entrepreneurs out there. It's coming out next Friday, actually, October 16th, and it's called One Habit for Entrepreneurial Success. And it's the largest book, you guys, on entrepreneurial habits. So it has 300 habits from various successful individuals like Les Brown, Make-A-Wish Foundation founder Frank Schenkowitz, Forbes Riley, and many more. So you can just imagine it's a powerhouse book, right? So for me, um, healthy habits are part of everything. Like I said, self-discipline, and they're a key to success. So if you're ready to elevate your game, get this book, you know, apply to new habits and transform your life. That's what I want to mention as well. Fabulous. Go get that book. And Lydia, <laughs> I, I believe you are featured in that book as well, right? Yeah. And then what is your one habit that you're sharing with the world? We wrote about one habit and one unhabit. So one habit is viewing problems as opportunities. It's a game changer. And one unhabit, a thing not to do is overthinking. So that's what I wrote about in the book. So where can people find you on social media? Well, they can check out my website. It's meetlydia, L-Y-D-I-A dot com, where you can also sign up and get a free gift as well. Or you can find me anywhere on social media, Instagram, Facebook, and it's at Limitless with Lydia. Limitless with Lydia. I just want to leave you and all the listeners with my quote. Just have this in your mind wherever you're having a challenging day. There are no limits, only the ones we create. Everything you need is within you. Fantastic. What a great way to close out this episode. Lydia, thank you so much for taking the time today. It was such a pleasure. I wish you nothing but the best. And I know you will change many women's lives. Thanks for having me, Daniela. It's an honor. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate you for spending some time with me. And most of all, for investing time in yourself. 
If you found value in this podcast, share it with your friends and family and give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to our episodes. This will greatly help us spread the word and help others find it more easily. If you want to know more about what I'm up to, you can find me on Instagram at Denny Timras. Shoot me a note and let me know what you thought of today's conversation. I always welcome any feedback or questions. Remember, now that you're here, you're part of a tribe. In this tribe, we care for each other. We lift each other up as well as share the raw, honest, unpolished truth that we often need to hear. So before you go, think about the next best action you can take to get you on your path to success. Don't wait for tomorrow. Make a commitment and do it now. Thank you again for listening. We'll be back next week. Until then, have a great day.